0: Hello, everyone. So I kind of wanted to make a um, episode about colorism. I'm not going to get into too many details because it's been talked about a lot lately. And um, it's also something that most people are already familiar with, which um, we will look up the actual definition of colorism, which is. Hold on one second. Let me pull it up. Okay, so it got different definitions coming up. But we'll do this one. Um, so this is from the Oxford Languages. I guess that's a type of dictionary. And it says, prejudice. well, colorism is prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark skin tone, typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. And the quote that they have under is, colorism within the Black community has been a serious emotional and psychological battle. And actually, that is very good. Like, it's a small synopsis of a big, big issue that's been happening. And I think that was very well put. Um, So the reason why I was inspired to talk about this was because I was watching one of... um the YouTubers I'm subscribed to and she was talking about, you know, how Nicki Minaj is basically kind of hypocritical, um, because at one point she was um being colorist and prejudiced toward darker skinned women and also also texturist, which is basically um basically prejudice against more coarser textured hair. And she was being that way. And then now she's like, protect black women. But her husband is literally a rapist and a pedophile, which, you know, honestly, that is just very problematic. And that shows a lot of what she thinks. And her mindset is is just too far gone. So anyway, so back to the colorism issue. Um, I think it is an issue that's probably not gonna go away. I mean, only because people have been talking about it heavily for at least maybe the po- the five um the five past years. I think yeah, 5 years or so because I know when I was in high school, nobody was talking about that and that was like 2010-ish um when I was in high school and I graduated like 2013. So I didn't really hear about um, colorism at that age. I didn't hear about it until a couple years ago, actually, because I didn't even know what it was. Honestly, I didn't know what it was. And I just being in the black community, it was kind of just an unspoken thing, like at least in my experience, where you as an individual you know what you hear about the uplifting of lighter skinned women, but you don't really know what that means. You don't really know what it is. It just makes you feel bad because you're not light skinned or whatever. And that was my understanding as a child growing up, but I did not know it was colorism. And then I didn't know that they have texturism and featureism as well. And all of those isms are just different types of prejudice among different types of looks that we have out there. Um so with colorism basically throughout television and media, you always see white women as the standard and I think that we all know that we already know this stuff. Um And then you also see it in TV shows like Gossip Girl. I'm going to just list shows that I've watched. So Gossip Girl, Vampire Diaries, um, The Secret Life of an American Teenager. What else did I watch? Degrassi even. Uh, We all know Degrassi because of Drake, but Drake is biracial. He is not black. And that is also colorism in the media because every time there was a spot for somebody who was not white they were biracial and very light-skinned and they were supposed to be the representation for all blackness and that's a very ignorant thing for producers and um, directors to do but because the industry is prejudiced and racist, that was all we had to relate to. So imagine not looking like what you see on TV where you really like the show, but you don't find anybody on that show that actually looks like you represented positively or as a main character by themselves. They're always, if you do see somebody that is darker skinned, They're always like a sidekick to the main character because in Degrassi, um, Hazel was a brown skin young woman in the show, but she never had a lot of depth to her character. She was just a sidekick to um, Paige's character, who was like the the mean girl, the popular girl that was mean. So that's what you see a lot of times Um, in the Vampire Diaries. You have Bonnie who's supposed to play a black woman. However, she was played by a black passing biracial woman who is supposed to represent all black people. Because that's really what these directors are trying to do. They're trying to basically do um, affirmative action in a way, but through media. Um, and if you don't know what affirmative action is, is basically when colleges had to um, enroll Black students to basically follow the law. Like it, it was against the law to discriminate. So, affirmative action basic, basically ensured that the law was being followed and that other people were able to go to different spaces. Um, that was the same with jobs as well. So, I think it's just sad that it's an issue that is ongoing. It's no matter how much it's talked about, it's still ongoing. There's literally a Hallmark movie on my TV right now that has basically a lot of representation. Yes, but then the main character is a black passing biracial, just not fully black. And it's like, what is the issue with just a fully black person being in the same role? And it speaks to racism. That's just what it is. And it's just sad. It's so unfortunate that you see this on a daily basis, literally a daily basis. Never mind the celebrities that are super famous that are white and are culturally appropriating blackness, being caricatures for blackness. And it is just sad. It's almost like they have developed minstrel shows to modern times and a minstrel show is basically when white people would do blackface and would represent black people as dumb, as illiterate, as just um unclassy, distasteful, just human beings, but then portrayed them like they weren't human because whatever they were portraying was not even black people. So it and that was a mental show. And they were make they were making money off of bullying, being racist, being prejudiced, being everything hateful and evil to black people. They were just making money off of it and making fun of people. And that's, a, that's very evil. If you don't think that's evil, something wrong with you. And that's something that you need to address and figure out why do I feel like stuff like that is okay? It's not okay. And if anything, we've seen through media that it's okay to demean black people not cast them in certain tv shows because they don't want too much blackness they want just a tiny bit to go a long way like when you're casting black uh biracial people as black people you are erasing fully black people which that, that that's an argument i mean if you want to go there technically Everybody kind of mixed with something if you want to be that technical, but that's just you being real petty if that's the argument you're trying to do. Um, so, like I was saying, if you're casting biracial people as black people, you're wrong because biracial is not black, and the sooner people realize that, the better off everybody will be. I don't know if, um, it's true that um, white people really saw biracial people as just straight black. I don't know if that's really that true just because of how common sense works. And if you're a racist white person and you see black people that are darker skinned and then all of a sudden you be seeing these people that kind of look like somewhere in between And you just lump them in with black people. I don't think that was a a thing. And I think that's why they came up with the racist term uh, mulatto or, you know, what else would they say? I guess mixed breed. Those are like racial slurs to biracial people. So that is showing you that white people even knew the difference between black and biracial. But for some reason... Black people to this day still have a difficult time understanding that even though um, it was constructed by abuse to uh, subscribe to the one drop rule, you know, black people were abused into accepting that um, because of how Jim Crow laws were and everything like that. So now you hear black people now lumping everybody with black. Everybody's black. Cardi, B is black. Cardi B is not black. She's not black. Danny Lay is not black. She's not a yellow bone. Like, uh, who else? The Kardashian people, they're not biracial, even though they're trying to look it. They're not not white. They're white people. Armenians are white. Irish people are white. Like, I don't know what the deal is with people trying to not be something that they actually are. And, you know, colorism is a major issue in the black community, but you have other issues in other communities as well. And you probably have a form of colorism in other communities. I know in, um, Asian communities, Indian communities, they have colorism as well. The Latin community, um... I don't I don't really like the term Latinx because I feel like it's a new term to to like explain something that should have already been understood. And it's strange that people didn't understand that black people are are Puerto Rican, Honduran, um, Brazilian, Mexican, like black people are all of those things as well. So that's why I think that They are using the Latinx term to be more inclusive because people were, I guess, ignoring that fact. And you see a lot of Mestizo Latin people, which are mostly the Hispanics you see today are Mestizo, which is where they look kind of not white, but not really mixed with anything somewhere in between that. That's the Mestizo um, person. I, guess. I don't really know the proper way to say that, um, but they're not Black, and they're not Afro-Latina, Latino. They're not Afro-nothing. Um, if anything, they're just mixed with a bunch of different cultures, and that's also a form of colorism in the Latin community because you will hear Hispanics today, kind of some of them will turn their noses up, if you, if you say that black people can be Mexican, black people can be Cuban, whatever, and some, some Hispanic women have turned their nose up at that. And they'll feel some type of way like, no, they're not really Hispanic. They're black. No, they're Hispanic, just like you are. And it's just a crazy phenomenon amongst human beings that people have subscribed to this false sense of being that racist people came up with to control the masses. And it's just as crazy that people are still doing it today. Majority of what you see on TV is mostly white people. Um, Like I said, all the shows that I was listing are predominantly white casts. Even the show Skins and Misfits, which were teen shows in the UK, predominantly white cast and you basically had I think only a couple seasons with one black person but any other black person was biracial playing a black person and that is not okay that is an issue if you don't think it's an issue I'm telling you it's an issue um and I know people who have biracial people in their family And they'll just tell them, well, you're black, you're black. And now they grow up having an identity crisis because now you're not letting them really just tap into who they are. They are both or they're mixed with different things. Let them be that. And it's a problem. It's a problem. So colorism is a really deep rooted issue that I feel like personally will not go away. I think at least we have more awareness about it and you do have people speaking up about it. You do have biracial women, mixed women speaking up about it. You have Latin women speaking up about it. So that is the most positive thing that's come out of the conversation. But as far as the whole preference conversation in relation to colorism, that hasn't been fixed. Because as long as women who are the preferences um, are still dating the men who are preferring them over a different group of women just simply off of skin tone, which is racist. Okay, that is racist. Um, But because women who are the preference still date men like that, they're still perpetuating that whole mindset. So if that continues, it's never going to go away. It's never going to go away until women who are preferences realize that it's not a one up on black women when you get a black man. It's not because you still get the same black man who is still probably not going to treat you the best, but whatever. Um, but until the women realize that you deserve to still be treated well no matter what they look like and if you see that they have some type of self-hatred and they're uplifting other women and put other groups of women down and you still date them, you're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. Um, and I think speaking on personal experience, I think that I have encountered futurism and texturism moreover colorism because I am brown skin. So I'm, I'm not light skin, but I'm not dark skin either. So I don't really, the only thing that, um, yeah, the only thing that I say I've seen with me is featurism and texturism because of my features and my hair texture, then those things will get praised, rather than just me just being a human being, like, that's just not okay to just be, you know. Um, But anyway, so a lot of the people that I've dated have talked about my hair texture as being, you know, really pretty, and, oh, you have good, the good hair, and those are um, texturous comments, which is, it's a form of prejudice. That's just what it is. And it's just sad that why can't you just appreciate people for who they are? You know what I mean? Like, that's my biggest issue with everybody on this planet that got some prejudice or racism or whatever is why can't people just be human? Why can't people just be human and let them just be, you know, because people don't respect other people. And and that's why you have all these problems and everything. Um, But, yeah, me personally, it's just been them and texturism, but I have been discriminated against you know I am black, so I do experience that to some degree, but I don't think I experience it as much as some as a woman who is darker than me, and I think that is something that I wasn't aware of until um within the past few years, I would say because growing up, I was never. Uh, I never really paid attention to it too much. I just knew that, yes, there was a time where I was bullied by a darker skinned girl that was a very real valid thing um but i'm not sure what it was stemming from, and I never put her down because of it because you know obviously it's a personal issue that she was projecting on me but You can't be offended if women are saying darker skinned women have bullied them. If that's the case, then that's the case. Now, how they talk about that can be an issue, you know. And so I've never actually done that. Like, I've never talked bad about her. It's just an experience that I just wanted to shed light on because I'm talking about colorism. Um, But yeah, um, I've been told... This is an interesting story time. I guess I'll be I'll be quick with it, but I went to a scrub store one time to buy um some scrubs for work, and it was at the Pearland Town Center, which, um, if you don't know where Pearland is, it's just it's a suburb of Houston, and um there was a really small scrub shop. It's not there anymore. It's not even there anymore, but the owner of it. Was a black man who was also a pastor, which is what what he What he told me, I'm not, you know, I'm not really sure. You know, I feel like people lie so much; you can't really believe what you're told a lot of the time. Which that's something I kind of got to work on, but it, it's also very valid. So, um, so he was saying to me, asking me if I would date his nephew, which um, at the time I. I don't think I had a boyfriend at the time, um, but his nephew wasn't attractive to me. You know, it just is what it is. He just not, wasn't attractive to me. He just showed me a picture. I was like, no, nah, I'm okay. Um, and he was just like, well, um, honestly, you know, I still think that you are rare. You know, you're naturally pretty or whatever. Um, but me personally, you're the darkest I would go and I'm just, I didn't say anything because I'm very non-confrontational. People have said a lot of problematic things that I just don't really take the energy to address because honestly, it's not my job. Like you're an adult. I'm not going to sit here and try to argue with you over something and that it's none of my business. It really isn't. Like I just don't make that my issue. They have personal issues. If they're prejudiced, they're prejudiced. If they're racist, they're racist. That's their personal issue. It's up to them whether to educate themselves on that. I'm not going to be the one to do it. Just me personally. I'm just not. So his comment saying, you're the darkest I would go because his preference is light-skinned women. So that's just showing you as a black man. This is a black man. He was dark-skinned black man. And a pastor, so he claimed and sat there and said, I only really date light-skinned women. You see how problematic that is? And to think that if he has a daughter, most likely she is darker brown than he would like because he's colorist. And it's like, how dare you sit here and say you're a pastor And then you're singling out a group of women because you think that they're better than others, but you're sitting here with the title of a pastor. I don't know what God he served, but it's not the same one I do. And I guarantee you that because God is only one being that created everybody. And if you're not Christian, then I guess just don't listen to this part Um, but everybody is human, right? Christian or not, everybody's a human being. If you cut us all open, we all look the same. The only difference is female versus male genitalia and reproductive organs. Other than that, we're all the same on the inside. I don't know why people don't understand that. And if they understood that, I don't think racism would exist. I just don't think it would exist if people used common sense, you know um, but you know, to the colorism thing and my personal experience with it, it's unfortunate that you know there's a man sitting here saying that i'm not I'm not preferred over lighter skinned women. And it's just a projection on the fact that he don't love himself and he does have a form of self-hatred. And um, I think everybody who grew up in the black community has some form of self-hatred that was on the darker spectrum because we grow up, we grow up literally hearing lighter skin women are prettier, mixed women are prettier, or they'll get praised over you Just because they're lighter skin or they're mixed. And we grow up hearing that as children in developmental ages. And then we grow up to be adults that have not only been brainwashed by TV to idolize European beauty, but by our own family, we're taught that we are not pretty. We are not beautiful. We are not the standard. And you, you develop self-hatred because of that. So that's why I do not like when people tell biracial children that they're black when they're not black. Because then they will grow up and start to hate the, the other half, whatever that may be. And that's bad. And it's hard to undo that when they become adults perpetuating that same thing. So now if they're biracial and you're telling them that they're black, then a part of them is going to hate the whiteness. A part of them will just hate that. And that's not fair to their white parent. You know, and that's just me speaking from a space of fairness. It's just about being fair and it's just so sad to me when I see that, when I hear that, I'm just like, please don't, don't tell the child something that's not true. They are not fully black. And then another thing, don't be putting light skin, mixed, biracial on a pedestal. But again, you see that so much in the media, and then Instagram, social media. Social media has done a lot more harm than good to human beings. Technology-wise, sure, it's great. Financially for the people who created it, sure, it's great. But for everybody else, no, it's not great. Um and then when you go on your popular page, what type of women are you seeing? You may see more darker skinned women if that's who you follow because there's an algorithm. But say you didn't follow any particular group of women. The one you'll probably predominantly see are if they're not white, they're exotic looking. But you won't see as many black women getting the same recognition. Even if you see them on the explore page, if you compare a darker skinned woman to a mixed woman with the same photo, say they took the same picture with the same outfit on, who you think is going to get more likes? The light-skinned woman, unfortunately. Why? Because people are racist and they're prejudiced and they're a colorist. Um, that's why. I remember Um, I've seen videos on YouTube where it'll be, black content creators talking about really important topics. And then you'll have white content creators talking about the same topic, but the white person get millions of views while the black person get only thousands. That is a very drastic difference. So if you don't see those subtle things and actually pay attention to that, then you're also part of the problem because you're being ignorant to the fact that it's a real thing. You know, colorism is a real construct that exists that people experience on a regular basis. Now, I don't spend a whole lot of time on social media like that. Um, I, you know, I be on TikTok and stuff like that, but I try not to spend a lot of time on stuff like that. I spend more time in YouTube and watching videos um, and learning different things about different issues. So that's where I spend most of my time. But even there, like I said, I do still see colorism. Um, I know that, like I was saying, all of us, I think to some degree, have the same type of mindset when it comes to um, darker skin people versus lighter skin people. Because being brainwashed is a real thing. Programming is a real thing. So if you're watching TV every day and predominantly you see movies with white people and non-black people, not even any hardly mixed people, and you just see mostly just white people, um, that's going to affect you. That's going to affect how you see things. So as an adult, no, that doesn't go away unless you address it. So it's a conscious effort for you to tell yourself that person is not better than somebody else, that person is not prettier just because her features resemble whiteness more that doesn't make her prettier. it makes her look different so if you actually take the time and re- reconstruct your thoughts, then you're going to be a better human to society, but unless you actually take the time out to be aware of the thoughts that you're having. If you see a darker skinned person and you're just like, oh, well, they're ugly. You need to figure out well, why do you think that they're ugly? Why are you thinking that? You're thinking that because you're colorist and you've been brainwashed like everybody. And it's just sad. Um, that doesn't mean you have to find them attractive to you. But you don't need to say that they're ugly because they're dark skin. That's racist, actually. Um So if you find yourself doing that, just talk yourself through that thought. Um, Now, you're not going to catch every thought you have because apparently we have like 50,000 thoughts like a day or something. I read it in a book. So that's a lot of thoughts. But if you can catch when you are thinking problematically, then I think you'll be beneficial too other people and at least you'll you'll be a more beautiful person inside and out if you're like that if you really treat people like they're human and not a product not um a skin color you know because even mixed women or biracial women you do hear every now and then you'll hear some speak out on how they don't like to be fetishized because that means that you're looking at them as not human and they're still human you know Um, and a lot of people still will fetishize, fetishize, um, mixed women, biracial babies, having biracial babies. And if you're one of those people, that's problematic and that's colorist. Um, I remember there was a lady at work who, um, she had a whole conversation with me about basically she's white and, She got all people mixed up in her family, and one of her daughters is with somebody that is biracial, um. but she said black. But then his mom is white or whatever she specified, but still said he was black, and his eyes were green, so she's fetishizing right now. That's what that is. She was like, oh, they're going to have such beautiful babies. I'm so excited to have how my grandkids are going to turn out. So now your grandkids are a product, ma'am. That is sad. This is the type of people that you have out here that want to say, I'm not racist. Somebody, you know, my nephew is mixed. That don't make you not racist? Are you kidding? This woman sat here and talked to me at least for 20 to 30 minutes, wasting my time and my energy. No, I was not that busy, but I was too busy for the nonsense she was telling me. And she was very prejudiced and overcompensated by trying to show support to her um, nephews that are biracial and all the stuff that they experience or whatever, her now son-in-law that is biracial, whatever, trying to be overly sensitive to things that they experience and then telling a stranger that's a black person those things. In order to try to relate. Um, That is just false. Um, It's just like you're a false ally if you're doing that. You're not an ally to black people. Because you're trying to overcompensate. And prove that you're not racist or colorist. But you really are. Um, So that's problematic when people do that. And the fact that she was a white woman doing it. It just really overall made me uncomfortable. She said a lot of other things. I may talk about it. I may not. But to stick to colorism, it's a major issue. And it's perpetuated by everybody. But, you know, hopefully, hopefully it'll change. But like I said, realistically, it's not even getting that much better other than awareness The awareness is still very important. Following that, we need more change. We need more um, black people cast as black people. Everybody talks about Black Panther, but that's one mainstream movie. Y'all know that, right? It's one. That was one Marvel movie that was super, super popular, but it was only one movie like, y'all got to calm down. Um, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's a great movie. We love it. But it's only the beginning of what needs to happen. So we need to keep that in mind when we're celebrating things. We need to celebrate the progress, but not that it's it's already there. So um, hopefully there will be more. Um, I might talk about how... How other racial groups kind of almost um, envy the fact that Black people talk about certain things and want to be represented, and then they feel like, "Well, I'm Asian, I'm Indian, I'm Hispanic, and I feel the same way." But for some reason, other communities ignore the fact that Black people were treated the worst, and. The reason why that matters is because that is why you see things how you see them today. So you're trying to invalidate other groups of people for your group of people, and that's also problematic. So it's just really sad. Um, but I may talk about that in another video, uh, not a video um, episode, and then we'll we'll stay tuned for that. But Don't be colorist. Don't be prejudiced. Make sure you are fixing those things so that you can undo the brainwashing that's been done over the years through media and everything like that. You just have to actually take back your own thoughts and take, you know, take ownership of you being an individual and expanding on that. Like, what do you actually think? Not what movies are telling you what's the standard. So um, stay tuned for the next episode.